like bands like Voodoo Girl Skull, The Willem Scream, Mute Implant, Darko, Police, Cigar, Tsunami Bound, Big Ten, The Kids Table, Adrenalize, Friends All Round, Dead by Stereo, Belvedere, Bracket, Dead Fucking Last, Much The Same, and many more? Are you obsessed with band merch like I am? <laughs> if yes, press pause on this episode and go on EpicMerchStore.com. They offer t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, hats, and kids merch for more than 230 punk rock, ska, metal, and hardcore bands from all around the world. They offer many colors and size, and you'll get a flat rate worldwide shipping cost. Yeah, go get your merch at EpicMerchStore.com. Episode 24. I hope you'll have a great moment with me today. I'm your host, Emilie Plamondon. I live in Quebec City in Canada and I love to spread punk rock music everywhere. On today's episode, I'll present you the conversation I had with Intruder Green from Mask Intruder, of course. Uh, it was hilarious <laughs> and you'll discover the biggest crime I've ever done in my whole life. <laughs> for a great collective band, the Mall Walkers from Buffalo, USA. Are you ready, guys? Okay, let's go. Episode 24 hours to go. I want to be sedated. <laughs> I did it once again, yeah. But no, I don't want to be sedated. I want to stay energetic to host this show. Uh, I hope you are doing great. A lot of things made me happy this week. First, oh, I received a huge package from a big merch store. Long sleeves, t-shirts, hoodies. Yeah, I'm wearing my Frenzel Rom hoodie every day. Oh, and I think you loved my Craig's Brother long sleeve I, I'm wearing on a picture on Instagram. <laughs> and a big merch store now. They are offering mugs. They just released a whole collection of Belvedere's and Chaser's mugs. How cool is that? Epic mug store. <laughs> uh, so it's a real pleasure to have them uh, sponsoring the show. It's a great match. I love this. I'm also excited to see that Propaganda is going on tour in Canada in October. Okay, there are no dates announced for Quebec City or Montreal, but who knows? Maybe it's going to be announced soon. I will stay optimistic. I think it could be great to see a propaganda show in the next months. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need this. I also really love the new Spanish love song songs because they released one new song, an original one and a cover. The cover is for a dead cap for cutie song and the new song, the new original song is called Phantom Limb. And I love it so much. It sounds so emotional. Yeah, like always. And same thing for the new Joy Cave song, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, this song is gonna be on his upcoming album, A Good Year to Forget, due on August 13 on Fat Records. That's another one I'm excited about. Also, I think I'm gonna start a book club, the Punk Rocket Book Club, because I'm reading a lot of punk rock books these days. And I received last week the new Leftover Crack book. I started reading it. It's <laughs> fucking great. It's written by Brad Logan and John Gentile from Punk News. The book is called Architects. I don't know how to pronounce this word in English. Architects? Scott, help me. <laughs> Architects of Self-Destruction is going to be out on August 10. You can pre-order it already. I'm going to interview Brad really soon. So I'm excited and I'm a little nervous. So reading this book makes me learn a lot of things. And I'm very curious about all the leftover cracks history. Yeah. And welcome to our new Patreon, François. Hello, François. He's from Quebec. He started to listen to punk rock with bands like Green Day, Blink-182, Offsprings, just like I did. And then a co-worker made him discover bands like Melancholy and Bad Religion. He got addicted to punk rock with the album The Empire Strikes First by Bad Religion. He loves Propaganda and Less Than Jake and many others. His job is about computers and he loves to cook and paint. So, yeah, bienvenue, François. Welcome on board. 
feel free to subscribe if you want exclusive content and to be honest it's the best way to support the show and it's super fun for me to do it and now it's time to listen to a great band Last week I was catching up on my listenings because a lot of bands sent me stuff recently and it was super fun to take the time to listen to all of this. And I found this amazing band, the Mall Walkers from Buffalo in the US. What I love about this band is that it's a collective of like 11 or, or 12 musicians with many singers, funky instruments, a lot of different influences like punk and roll, funk, old school punk, ska, etc. And they recently released a new single called Wasting Away and I was immediately in love with this song. Like totally. They got me. <laughs> I got really hooked by the badass voice of the singer on this song. I also love the horns, the very punk attitude mixed with some ska influences. They're gonna release a full album in a few weeks called Do Something Drastic and you can pre-order it already. Let's go! I made with Intruder Green from Mask Intruder. I usually split the interviews in two episodes, but today I wanted to play the whole thing for you, my friend. So that's why the episode is longer than usual. It was such a fun chat with Green. <laughs> We talked about a lot of things like stealing stuff, pizza, 
podcasting. What's happening with yellow these days? The fact that purple is great. I asked him your questions. <laughs> My favorite part of the interview was when we talked about his dream tour bus. <laughs> Enjoy. This meeting is being recorded. Oh, I'm happy to meet you. I'm happy to meet you too. Uh, I, I really like your podcast. I'll just say right away uh, because uh, I just wanted to say like, <laughs> for me, uh, what you're doing, like the energy you bring and everything is like, uh, uh, I don't know. I feel like, you know, like podcasts have become real popular in the last like couple of years mm. or whatever. It's and crazy. Now, like everybody has one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. And I understand like people like that because it's like before I think, uh, you know, like people started getting into them because it's like they got sick of like the, fm radio like mm -hmm. craziness with all the energy and stuff and now when you listen to most podcasts it's just people like hi i'm a dude or a chick <laughs> and here we're having a conversation and it's like real mellow and stuff but i feel like we've come full circle and for like what you're doing i feel like it could be like a fm radio show the way you do it so i'm like Yeah, that's for me, that's like a breath of fresh air or something, you know, like I, I really enjoy it. So anyway, oh, that's interesting because I've been also hosting a radio show on an actual radio station in Quebec City for 17 years. <laughs> oh, snap. Well, so that's great. I, do I wish I could hear it. Oh, it's in French. It's called Punk Détente. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't speak no French or nothing, yeah. but like I know some people who do. So like. I don't know. Maybe they could like translate for me or something. I don't know how that works. <laughs> no problem. But I, I wanted to talk about podcasting with you, Green, because uh, how long have oh, you yeah. been? How long have you been uh, hosting your show? Uh, I think it's been. I, th I started in January, or like uh, it's basically been like two and a half years now. Because oh. we're in July now, so yeah, about two and a half years. Wow. wow. That's crazy. That's a long time. And have you had? Uh, I'm sorry, my I just woke up from a nap, and my English. Oh, that's good. My English is gone. <laughs> oh, that's so, okay. I probably should have taken a nap. I'm sorry. Because, uh, uh, I, I, I do naps yeah. all all the every day. Like I, I'm like a kid or a really old person. But <laughs> really, oh, yeah, that's really good though. I mean, I think everybody should nap. Napping oh, is yeah. good. Eating and napping. If I could get away with doing that all the time. You know, yeah, I mean, like, I will probably wake up for, for some crimes and maybe some yeah, shows, sure. you know, you allegedly. Still, <laughs> but, but like, still have to do your thing. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you, uh, did you have any other um, hosting radio show experience before podcasting? Nah, I mean, I tried to get like a, a, a prison radio show going one time, <laughs> but... They were like, no, nah, we're not going to trust you with that kind of equipment. Oh. Not because they thought I would steal it or nothing, because they knew I would just break it. But, you um, know, I, I I recognize you now because uh, oh. for a while when I was hosting my radio show live, because now it's pandemic, so I pre-recorded, but I used to host yeah. it live. Every week, people in prison in Quebec City would call me and, and ask me some requests like, It was a, how do you call that when you have a call and it says you have a prepaid call or something? You, oh, yeah, yeah. And they, uh, yeah. Yeah, basically like, oh, call collect. Yeah, call collect. And they would the say. the person who's getting called has to pay for it <laughs> yeah. or something. So they would, it would say, you have a call from, we want no FX for the jail, people. Thanks. <laughs> so it was nice. you, right? <laughs> Maybe oh, it was so yellow. they just say that as their name and that's the like request and so then they don't have to actually pay for the call exactly. you just take the request they just oh that's sneaky I like that that's real good and every week someone would ask me and ask me the same th the same song for a while it was I want some uh, I want a 10 foot pole blah 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 I want no effects yeah. for every week so I think it might be yellow Or you, yeah, maybe it, it was be. you. I, I mean, I don't know what prison he's in. Um, <laughs> I guess it was transferred. He's even in prison. He might be just in jail. But <laughs> I think you got to go like longer. If you go longer, you not go to jail. You go to prison. So it could be in Quebec. We could be there. <laughs> I don't know. You got a lot of liquor stores around there. Probably. Uh, yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so right. that's funny. Okay, so you you haven't you didn't podcast before. So how do you what do you think about it? It's fun, right? We're having fun oh, yeah, right now. Yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, actually, it's funny. Like, I I would love to do like a live radio show. Um, mm -hmm. but it's hard to do that where I am because I'm. I mean, some people who listen to my podcast know I'm hiding out in Germany right now. <laughs> so. Uh, You know, we're doing like a transatlantic uh, continental uh, meeting here. Oh. Uh, but, uh, you know, like I would love to do like a regular radio show, but this is kind of like just a cool thing um, to do uh, where it's like, yeah, it is just people talking mm -hmm. and interviews and stuff. But, you know, like sometimes you just want to take a break from listening to music, listen to people have a conversation Um, yeah. especially like on those long drives when you're like, I don't necessarily need to see, hear these music tunes that I heard a million times because I might fall asleep at the wheel and that would suck. But if you can listen to like <laughs> people talking and telling stories, then, uh, you know, that might like keep you awake a little better. Um, and I also like, uh, yeah, like I would like to play music. I know you do play music, mm -hmm. but I'm afraid of like, you know, uh, copyright infringements and stuff yeah. like that and also like because i want to make a whole bunch of money oh, yeah sure with my podcast and get rich so like i feel like if i'm using other people's music <laughs> i might not be able to do that I'm, they might be like hitting me up at some point and be like all right now that you're rich green we want some of that patreon money and i'll be like i spent it on pizza dude i don't know what you want uh i can't the pizza's gone i already like ate it up and pooped it out so i know yeah you don't like it's that. so easy yeah. like it's already gone like this that's right <laughs> which is the right thing to do that's a good investment you know like fucking investing things that people can't take away from you and then uh <laughs> you just end up in prison which is also cool you know whatever yeah it could be hard to steal pizza from you once you you eat it already yeah, yeah. you're right man But like i want to know what what is it like you know, like the difference between doing the radio show versus uh, the podcast. Cause like, hmm. yeah, like, cause I mean, I obviously you can do the, the podcast is more like whenever, right? Like you schedule yeah, it. It's really you got fun. time. And uh, I still have a schedule time. though. I have to, to have a little structure, a little organization because it, it, like you said, yeah. and I, I like to procrastinate a lot. Oh yeah. I so, love that. <laughs> So I try to have a real schedule. Like I record on Fridays. Uh, I script a little on Wednesdays. I do my interviews on Saturdays. So oh, nice. Yeah, but no, my... well, that works out then because uh, I do my interviews on Saturdays. Oh. So we're, we're doing this on a Saturday, so that works out real good. Yeah, and but it's so different. Podcasting and hosting a, a live show—it's for me, it's two different things. Because the radio yeah. show, I wanted it to be only about music. Like people, I do a Facebook live, and people uh, ask me some requests. Yeah, and and when I was live, people people used to still call on air. <laughs> yeah, see, I want to do so that. Fun. Like, I got a whole—I even got a call-in line that I just invite people to like call and leave a message uh -oh. because like, obviously it's a podcast, so they don't yeah. know when the hell I'm recording, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It don't work too good, um, but people could find it. And uh, I hope that more people will start doing it. because it's fun when people are just like random question yeah. for you green or like, you know, you play some different voices on the radio or <laughs> podcast, whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. So the, the the radio show allows me to have a better uh, direct contact with people and the podcasting is like more on my own. But I like to yeah. uh, to request some feedback, some questions. Like I have a lot of questions for you from the listeners. So, you know, I try oh, to good. I try to interact, but differently. But I, I yeah. need both. I'm like overwhelmed <laughs> because yeah. it's too big project. Like it's weekly projects for both but it's at the same time it's so much fun yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i mean fun. yeah that's good you know yeah you gotta stay busy did you Otherwise, hear have you, you know, heard idle of, hands yeah have you heard like crazy stories on your podcast from some guests what is the craziest stories you you've heard oh we get a lot of good ones because uh like i guess uh 
the theme for my podcast, which I didn't start it out this way. Like I kind of had no fucking idea what I was going to do when I started it. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually uh, somebody, one of the guests was like, oh, well, why don't I tell you, you know, you're, you're into crime and stuff, you know, allegedly. <laughs> sure. Why don't I tell you a crime story? And then after that, I was like, I should be asking everybody crime story. Yeah. I mean, like punk rockers, like in, uh, uh, I mean, I don't just get punk rockers on my show, but like all sorts of people, uh, but like people who are into cool stuff, mm-hmm. they usually got some kind of crime story. And uh, so I've had some good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I can't remember right now anything is specific. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Already with crime stories, it's already <laughs> yeah. a little crazy. Like. Yeah, crime stories, you know, they could be cool. I think I've yet to incriminate anybody on my show. Um, no, <laughs> but so it's not like... That's, it's not I'm like, kind of hoping that does happen because then, uh, you know, my podcast will be famous and, you know, back to the whole getting rich and making lots and of money And you'll make thing. money, you know, but yeah. true crimes podcast makes a lot of money, so you should start one. That's why I use that hashtag. I mean, it yeah. qualifies, I think. They're telling true crime stories on every episode, so yeah, you know, it works out. And plus, they're like, I mean, some of them, most of them aren't really celebrities, but like some of them kind of are. Like I had the teenage ball rocket guys on. They're celebrities, basically. Yeah. And like, <laughs> uh, you know, so if they're telling crime stories, that's like a celebrity crime story. Yeah, it's good stuff. I don't have any crime story. My life is you so don't. boring. <laughs> See, every lots of times people say that. And I'm like, well, you could make one up or you could tell one <laughs> about like a friend. It, it's a, That's why I just say a crime story. Do you got any? And oh. it's like you could take that to mean whatever. It doesn't have to be like about you. Oh, it could okay. be like whatever, you know. Oh, yeah. I feel like I should ask you. I know it's your podcast, but do you? Oh, it's a... can you figure out a, a crime story to tell? <laughs> yeah, I want to maybe a true crime story is when I was 15. I was in Toronto and I tried a ring just for fun in a shop, and the ring got oh, stuck. Yeah. So I left oh. with the ring, and I felt really bad for days. Yeah, quote so... quote stuck. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Allegedly stuck. <laughs> yeah, I like that trick. That's a good one. Oh, oh, it's stuck, and then I would try to like get it out yeah. in front of Whatever the security. You do and, to get over the mor- the moral. Uh, I would, you know. Yeah, I would do that in front of the safety cameras. Like, so if I get caught, like they will. T- <laughs> <laughs> I think the idea is you don't right? want to be in front of the safety camera. You wanna, you wanna. Avoid those. Then I, I think did, it's hard to do in jewelry stores. Then though. I did the exactly same thing with my piano here. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like, I'm stuck. Oh, I'm stuck. It's stuck. I got to take it. Sorry, <laughs> bud. I looked at the camera and was like. Oh. Yeah, you as you carried the ki- the <laughs> piano out of the yeah. uh, shop. Because <laughs> they're super light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's my true crimes. What well, about yours? What's your, what's your most recent crime you you made oh that i made yeah i mean allegedly uh you know guys gotta eat sometimes you gotta hit up a pizza dude Mm. and uh um yeah you know like uh it's weird in germany though they ain't got no good pizza around here so i don't feel bad about stealing it because it sucks and it's like if i'm stealing bad pizza uh First of all, I better not get caught because if no. I go to jail for stealing bad pizza, like German pizza, um, <laughs> and this is, I, you know, Germans got plenty of good food over here. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to like get racist or nothing. No, um, but like, I don't know. They just don't <laughs> got no good pizza, it, which is also weird because it's like, you know, we're right by Italy. You think they will like figure that out. But it's like, no, they, it's hard to find good pizza over oh, here. Oh, I want to go to Italy now. Oh, God. Yeah, right? I want to go to Italy. But I still say, like, the best pizza I ever had was definitely in the States. Uh, like, I like the Chicago deep ditch. Oh, I yeah. know people, people like to rip on it a lot because they're like, oh, it's like a, uh, I don't know, what do they call it? Like a pie? And I'm like, yeah, like a pizza pie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what it is. It's a pie. There's lots of stuff in it. 
Or they're like, oh, it's like lasagna. No, it's not. It's deep dish pizza. It's delicious. But I also like the New York styles and everything. Mm. So, you know, like, uh, anyway, what I was saying is, uh, you know, yeah, allegedly, I had to go uh, steal dinner last night. And uh, it wasn't, I won't say it was delicious, but it did the job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of food, uh, I saw you play in Quebec City here like maybe two or three times. And I hope you I hope you had poutine here. Oh, I fucking love poutine. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think honestly, though, Quebec City, I feel like we only played there once. Really? I think it was. Oh, really? But I saw you many times, but I saw you at the fest in Florida. Yeah, we I played s- the fest a bunch. And I, we, we usually play... Uh, uh, Montreal? Fucking, uh, Montreal. Oh, okay. But I saw you, I think it was with the Interrupters. Oh, yeah. That would have been like the one time. Okay, yeah. yeah. And it got rowdy. I remember it was like everything was frozen outside and there was like a foot of ice uh, oh. in the... In the uh, Wait, you guys use metric over there, right? Yes. So, like, what is that? Like one meter uh, and something. Twenty centimeters of ice. Yeah. Twenty twenty kilometers yeah. of ice or something. <laughs> uh, yes. You know, in the in the in the the, the fucking uh, the street where we oh, had so- to load in, and it was like, oh, uh-huh. risky business because you know we're walking around in those in Chucky's in the in the winter time, and they don't get too good attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know. It worked out. It was a fun show. I think uh, some guy had to get kicked out while the interrupters were playing because he got on stage and was trying to like tackle Amy. So that was exciting. What? But, uh, That's a the, true crime the, story. The tour manager wasn't very happy about But it, you know. Officer Bradford was there. Why didn't he arrest him? Oh, he was probably too busy uh, getting drunk on whiskey. Because, uh, you know, like basically once our, our sh- show is done, he's like, cool, I'm uh, on break. And he goes and like just cracks that bottle open and he's all like, woohoo, party. And we're like, you know, Officer Bradford, we're still here. You still got to watch over us. And then, you know, yeah. Blue is like, Green, shut the hell up. Like, we're getting away with whatever we want right now while he's drunk. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then we go steal some pizzas and it's all good. Or poutine if we're in Canada. Because, yeah. Yeah. I I, I will say I love poutine. It's delicious. I don't understand why they can't figure out how to do it right in the States. I don't know. It's the simplest, more simple thing in the world. (laughs) It is. It's super simple. And it's like every time you find poutine in the States... They're always like, oh, but we do it this way. And it's yeah. like some some weird gravy and like some like instead of using cheese curds, they're like, I don't know. They do something stupid. You're and from, it's like, uh, yeah. dude, why, don't fuck with a perfect thing. Like you're from Wisconsin, right? You're from Wisconsin. Uh, we have spent a lot of time hiding out in Wisconsin. Uh, so, uh, I mean, basically we're from prison. There's a lot of prisons around, you know? Because <laughs> the um, cheese is, yeah, a, cheese is amazing. Wisconsin. Cheese. We, yeah, they got a lot of good cheese there. They should have great poutine then. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah. Um, I can't say. I think I might have had poutine in Wisconsin one time. And it was like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it was fine. Definitely yeah. not the worst, but far from the best, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but I feel like, yeah. The, the thing thing is, you got to have that like red wine gravy or whatever. Um, yeah. And I mean, I might have to make poutine sometime because yes. like I also do a cooking show sometimes. Like I've only oh. done a few episodes, uh, but now like I'm trying to get my shit together. Yeah. And it's going to be real good. Um, so maybe I could do that with poutine because I could figure that out. Right. Sure. Like the, you yeah, can. Oh, the, show me a picture when you do it, please. Oh, I will. Maybe I'll send some to you and you yes. can tell me if it's good or not. Yes, just put it on the, how do you call, under, like when you remove all the air or so, a, a bag. Oh, yeah. A vacuum bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's real good for, like, uh, you know, totally drugs and stuff. <laughs> not that I would do that. So, Allegedly, you know, you know, you know how, it, how it works, so... <laughs> That's right. Uh, that, uh, who would you like to interview the most? Dead or alive? Oh, dead or alive. I feel like I had an answer for this because it's definitely a, a something I thought about before. But suddenly my mind is a blank. I have to think about it. 
Mm. And uh, oh shit, I mean, it's hard. Maybe like, what what was it? I said it. It's hard to think about that. Yeah, it is. That's such a difficult question. Um, <sighs> who dead or alive? That's even, that even makes it harder okay, because it's like let's start with alive. Oh, alive. Uh, like I guess Billy Joe Armstrong because he's oh, like yeah. uh, you know in my favorite band. He writes lots of good songs, and he's like the king of punk rock now. Like I don't, I wouldn't say he always was because he wasn't always alive, but uh, you know, like Green Day is pretty much on the top of the game now, and uh, it would be cool to interview him, <laughs> um, because like yeah, I think uh, as far as like most pop punk bands these days or punk bands in general, uh, Green Day probably affected you in some way. Uh, it did and, to like, me. Mm. Yeah. Punk rock wouldn't be where it is nowadays, uh, even though we still can't make no money doing it. Uh, yeah. Without you know, Green Day, people would say bands like Green Day uh, because of all, all the bands that blew up in the '90s. But yeah, it was really Green Day. They, they were the one who just like, not only are we gonna blow up, we're gonna like make punk rock a thing where everybody knows about it and cares about it and has yeah. to, you know. So yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, I wish I could talk about punk rock with him, like his favorite bands and stuff like this. Could be great. Yeah, you know, and just like uh, I would want to get into the history. I mean, I'm sure that he's talked about it enough, where I could probably like find it online his stuff. But like, just the history of like the Bay Area and like San Francisco and stuff, because mm -hmm. uh, that was like the 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 happening place back then in the 90s mm -hmm. he was part of that and then now they're part of the like the world scene and stuff yeah. and uh i'm actually excited for uh, our friends the interrupters because they're going on tour with uh well i don't know if they're doing all the dates but i think they announced it that they're out on that uh that big giant tour with it's like green day weezer and like oh. i don't know who else but oh, yeah I the interrupters know. are playing some of those Whoa. dates so i'm like man that's super cool for them oh they're gonna have such a great tour boss <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right yeah i'm pretty sure like everybody everybody in those bands gets their own tour bus at this point <laughs> but you know like whatever i would i would feel weird doing that unless i had like a crew to party with like maybe they just bring people along <laughs> to party with what would be probably their families but you know yeah. like, whatever what would be your dream bus tour dream bus tour yeah like who to tour with no yeah like, but yeah but yeah your bus your your own bus to you green what, like a greyhound bus whatever your what would be your your amazing your dream tour bus for you Oh, like what would be in it? I guess yeah. is what you're asking yeah. me. I mean, who, what, what kind of pizza, what kind of people, what kind of booze? Oh yeah, well, I would definitely have a tiki bar in it. Uh, that's uh, some people might not know that about old True to Green, but I love the rum drinks, and I have to come out uh, and say that, like, uh, you know, like as a punk rock uh, person. A lot of people think like, oh, you like whiskey, right? Because mm -hmm. you like to party and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? Whiskey's okay. Mm -hmm. I would drink whiskey. Um, and I will put it pretty much like if we're partying and you put uh, booze in front of me, I'll be like, yeah, I want to drink that. I don't care what it is. <laughs> But if I got to choose, I'm going for the rum drinks because okay. I like tiki stuff. I like, uh, you know, like citrusy uh Stuff that makes you kind of feel like maybe you're in paradise or something. Because <laughs> uh, that's fun and delicious. And uh, so I think my tour bus will have a tiki bar in it. Um, maybe a jacuzzi. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, oh. You know, because like, why not? You, yeah. you go all out when you're fucking dreaming a dream. Um, yeah, sure. And it's sorry for all the swearing. I normally do that. And it's I don't fine. know if that's a thing on your show. It's okay. But, uh, It's okay, tabarnak. <laughs> yeah, tabarnak. That's right. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, as far as like people, uh, I mean, I was still like, you know, regular food, whatever. But uh, people like, I guess I would, it's hard to say because like, of course I want to tour with Green Day. But yeah. at the same time, I would just like, like to choose individuals that we had a good time with on tour in the past. Which is like most of the bands we've ever toured with. Like maybe there's a handful where I would be like, definitely not them. Uh, but like most of the two bands we've toured with, we've become friends with and like uh, they're all cool people because that's kind of what happens when you're in a punk band. Yeah. Everybody's cool unless they're, uh, you know, <laughs> total dirt bags. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like whatever, that'll happen sometimes too. And sometimes those guys are cool or at least a fun time anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. But I would like, you know, I would want Joey Cape uh, from Lagwagon to be there telling stories. And, uh, you know, whatever. I would like actually a rotating cast. That's the best when you get like, you know, we'll have Joey Cape on tour with us for a week. Yeah. And he won't be playing any music. No, He'll just, just be there, be there. Tell yeah. stories oh. in the van once the show is over because he's real good at that. In the jacuzzi. I mean, he can play some shows <laughs> if he wants to. We're sure not paying him. Uh, and then uh, maybe like Fat Mike gets on for a week. Uh, just to like make sure we're like real messed up on drugs and stuff because he's real good at that. Uh, yeah. And then like uh, you know allegedly, and uh, you know oh, who else is there? I don't know. Fucking the interrupters could come along. Yeah. Just to like be like the nicest uh, people ever because they are. Uh, and then the Flatliners will be there. Oh, the Flatliners. They're the, they're the mm. coolest people ever. Yeah. I think I, think I might have said that before. Um, I'm pretty sure. I mean, they're super nice dudes, too. But I think they are the coolest band on uh, Fat Records. They started um, so young. I remember seeing yeah. them like they were like, what, 19? <laughs> Something yeah. like that. They no, were super like, young. Seriously. I'm pretty sure that the oh. story goes that uh, when Fat Mike called him to uh, sign him to, to the Fat Records, oh. uh, someone's mom answered the phone because they were still living at home and was like, some guy like Big Mike called. <laughs> and they were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, Big anyway, Mike. That's a story for them to tell, though. Oh, yeah. I'm but anyway, I, I want to interview Chris or any anybody in the band soon. Uh, I'm going to work yeah. on it. But yeah, thanks for this story. I'm definitely going to ask him. That's amazing. Big Mike. Yeah. So all those people I, in the jacuzzi and your bus. That's great. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I actually did an interview with Chris one time and I erased it before I could. No, it's my worst it. nightmare. I dreamed about that yeah. sometimes and it. Oh. It was a really good interview too. Oh, I like, don't feel good just thinking about it. The best one I ever did. Uh, we had a great time. So sorry. Told stories. It was good. I don't know. Every time I think about the flatliners now, I get a little get a little tear in my eye. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like anyway, they're cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the, the... also toy guitar. They got to come out too. Yeah. I love that band. Ah, uh, that's great. That's a nice tour bus. I love this. Yeah. I I got a lot of questions for the listener from the listeners so do you That's want cool. some I'm of into them that. okay i love this one if you were not a podcaster or a music and a musician what would be your job or projects i mean crime <laughs> obviously like uh like allegedly okay obviously what kind obviously of alleg what's allegedly a, what's your favorite kind of however that works Stealing My pizza. favorite kind of crime yeah. is uh, stealing pizza. It's high. <laughs> <laughs> I do love stealing pizza, allegedly. Uh, but yeah, you know, like all sorts of crimes are cool. Uh, but you know, as long as it's victimless crime, yeah, you sure. Know, like stealing You're still pizza, a good man. Mm -hmm. stealing money, uh, stealing, you know, household items that you could sell on eBay. Uh, stealing Xbox 360s, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like stealing stuff is cool because like it's probably just sitting around and uh, that person's not using it. So, uh, you know, maybe I need to use it 
for, uh, <laughs> you know, financial yeah. gains. Cause, uh, sure. you know, like we're working on that white collar, uh, crime, mm. but you know, we don't want to be greedy. So we're keeping it real, keeping it blue collar by, uh, you know, you know, dealing in Xboxes. What? Yeah, that's the way to go. What's the thing you always dreamed about stealing and you didn't do it uh, so far? What's the, your dream steal, <laughs> stealing? Oh, <laughs> I never thought about that one. I have good questions, I guess right? it would be cool to like actually do like a, a big heist. Uh, oh. I mean, other than just like a lot of money. Like from robbing a bank, I don't think I could pull that off yet. I don't mm -hmm. think we could pull that off yet. But maybe we will try someday, allegedly. Uh, but you know, like uh, it would be cool. Like you know, that's that would be the first crime. All right, here's what would happen: <laughs> we gotta rob a bank to get the funds together. Yeah. So that we can rob a. I don't know what is it like the Smithsonian or something hmm. and steal the Mona Lisa oh. or like uh, wow. I don't know Edgar Allan Poe poems or something. I don't know what's in the Smithsonian, but it seems wow. like those would be in there. Like Michael Michelangelo, the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, we'll steal that. <laughs> like uh, you know, but we got to rob the bank first, and then to get the funds to 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 buy like all the high-tech gear and stuff we need to get in there in the, I don't know, <laughs> the Smithsonian or the, what's the one, the Met or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And that, then, cause that's like, that's where you get, uh, you know, glamour. Yeah. Like, you do the bank and it's like, okay, whatever. Everybody steals from banks. Like banks are stealing from you anyway. So why not steal from them? All right. <laughs> and I guess uh, it would bring you a lot of new Patreons on your page. And then that's right. like, because we'd be famous. That's the idea. Exactly. That's going to be how I boost my Patreon, Patreon, patrons, Patreon. My Patreon page yeah. is by stealing totally. the Sistine Chapel. Uh, and then I will be famous and everybody will be like, oh, he's got a Patreon. Let yeah. me give him some money. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, high roller. That's All what right. I think too. That's great. Okay. And okay, another a lot of questions about Yellow, of course, because people care about him and they want, oh, yeah. they all want to know. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> all know, want like, to it's know. It's nice that other people do. Uh, some people what's ask that? me what's happening with him. Is he going to have a... Not a trial, but something to get out of jail. And uh, oh, yeah. are you gonna take him out by with force? Oh, I'll take him out by force, right in the face. All right, uh, but uh, no, I I don't know like uh, how to, that stuff works really. Except in America, it goes real slow. Yeah. Uh, unless you're like a politician or a famous person or something, <laughs> uh, yellow definitely ain't, ain't famous. So, uh, you know, like, uh, I th he gets out for like, uh, leave every now and then, like he played a show with us, I think. Oh, um, so he has spe special permission sometimes to get out jail. Yeah. yeah okay. They do, like, that's work good. release programs or whatnot. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all basically on that, you know, like we all got like whatever pending stuff going on, but for some reason, They're just not letting him out. And uh, they keep being like, oh, yeah, the trial's coming. The trial's coming. Yeah. And I'm beginning to think that he's not even really in prison. He's just like hanging out at, at some, uh, some uh, you know, hideout somewhere and like, mm -hmm. you know, living, living high off the hog uh, from all that liquor he stole. And yeah. uh, maybe, I don't know, he could be just like hiding and not wanting to like... Uh, get caught oh man that's kind of like the perfect way to do it too because <laughs> like it's kind of like when people fake their own death oh yeah know? because then they can't be killed or whatever you just like fake your own imprisonment and then you, you, they're not after you no more that's a, oh we Shit. have you know what it turns out yellow was the smartest one of us after all in quebec we have a, a crazy story these days okay the dude was is a publisher He yeah. was accused of sexual assault on many women. And that's not good. While he was waiting for his trial, 
he was in Brazil and suddenly he died in a bike oh, accident. Yeah. But he was supposed to come back for his trial and like because he, he was saying like, oh, because of pandemic, I can't really come back. So and now, now he's dead. Yeah, that sounds like bullshit. Um, well, that's Sim interesting. How, did, do you know how he died? In a bike accident in Brazil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Sounds like a scumbag and he got what was coming to him. Or maybe he did fake it, in which case uh, be on a lookout, you know, whatever. It's, but it, everyone was like, what? This is like weird. Yeah. Because, yeah, because <laughs> they wanted him. They wanted him to come back so they could like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they could take care of business. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So, okay. And let's talk about Purple because we love oh, her. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. we, some people want to know if she has another band. Uh, Purple, uh, she's only in Mass Intruder as far as I know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she's doing any other bands, uh, but she is in L.A., I will oh. say that. Uh, so, like, you know, I feel like everybody in L.A. is at, at least in five bands. Yeah. So <laughs> it's very possible she's doing something else that we just don't know about. Mm. But, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure she's going to be playing with this again soon. Yeah. And people want to know if you're going to keep her in the band if Yellow is out of jail. I mean, yeah, probably. I think we could do some stuff where we get we just have both play based on, yeah. on stage. <laughs> Like, why not? I mean, she's, you know, like, uh, it, it worked out great with her. And I'm, I'm real happy uh, that she was able to join a band and all that stuff. I mean, it worked out perfectly with uh, her having a purple mask and all that. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, like, yeah, I, I would love to uh, just tour with both of them uh, and we'd be having a good time. Like lead bass and rhythm bass. Uh... Yeah, that's right. Or like, yeah, that will make my job easier because I kind of suck at playing guitar, but I'm real good with the, the sick dance moves. So like I just put the guitar down for a while, just dance around while they figure out uh, how to make the bass sound like a rhythm guitar. And uh, yeah, yeah. figure that out. Oh, good. good. Also, <laughs> some people ask if you ever had some problems about playing with masks on the stage, like... <laughs> yeah it's a problem every time because it sucks it's kind of like <laughs> yeah, not, uh, not, you know not I mean, just physically but like people who said no, no you won't play with mask or like oh but both both because physically oh shit yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah physically it's, it's definitely like some shows have been worse than others i remember when we did the warp tour uh i mean every day on the warp tour was pretty brutal because mm -hmm. you know it's in the middle of summer you're playing outside with the sun beating down on you and whatnot uh but i think we were like in i don't know arizona or some shit like oh. in the in the desert and it was like a time slot because the way they do it like basically you find out what time you're playing that morning and uh because of our time slot Uh, we were on this amphitheater and the sun was just blasting Ooh. us and it was like this super hot day. And uh, thankfully, our uh, stage manager, Brooklyn, like he soaked a bunch of towels in ice water. <laughs> uh, so as soon as we got done and barely made it through without passing out, he just threw these towels on us. And uh, oh, but that's not even the worst one. The worst one was uh, fuck. Where was that? It was like the last uh, headlining tour we did. We were playing with, uh, I think, Direct Hit and the Bomb Pops. Oh, uh, no, they wouldn't have been at the same time. But we played at some club. I think it might have also been in Arizona, somewhere in that area. And uh, yeah, we basically all almost passed out. Oh, uh, I think Red might have threw up a little bit mm -hmm. in his mask. <laughs> And uh, we we actually cut a song off the set because we knew we weren't going to oh, make shit. it. Uh, so, yeah, you know, the masks, uh, they get kind of brutal. But as far as people telling us we couldn't wear them, uh, I mean, that never or like happened. They were like frustrated or like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, uh, I, I don't think so. Okay, um, good. We did get we did get like kind of 
quasi busted in uh, Gainesville, Florida one time when the first time we played Fest because uh, apparently there's a law where you're not allowed to wear a mask. And uh, the cop wanted us to take him off. And we just said, fuck you, pig, and ran away. So, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, the cops are always going to hassle us, I guess. But then you say... Because we are criminals, like we, so we have to wear it. So, and they that's probably, right. they probably they understand, understand after you explain. They're probably like, oh, okay, I get it. That's fine. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I mean, we probably could have explained that, but instead we just took off. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and that I, worked out too, worked out good too. But yeah, you know, like the, the, the promoters that, that we deal with are generally real cool. Yeah. But, and you know what? You should have, because you have a winter mask. You know, we yeah. I could wear this in Quebec when it's minus 35 Celsius, but you should have a oh, yeah. summer version, a show version, like t a thinner I know. Fabric. I mean, if we were if we were smart, we would have figured that out by now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like uh, if anybody's got something like that uh, and it looks real good, yeah. uh, we, we'll probably wear it. I could see that happening. Okay, I'm on it. All right. Oh, I would but love to see the options. You know, you have a new merch. You have new merch, and new in a merch store or something. You could like yeah. ask them to make you summer masks. Uh, we we have sold masks. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> if we find them, we'll fucking sell them too. Like, why not? You know. But uh, no. But well, for that's you, that's a little weird though, because like no, I don't want you. somebody buying like a green mask and then like. No. Going and committing some bad no, crimes. No, and no, like, no. I'm a true to green. And I'll be like, fuck you, buddy. Yeah, and you're you're much better at doing crimes than them. So it would be that's bad right. for your reputation and people would unsubscribe your patrons. Yeah, that's right. It would be bad. <laughs> no, but Or I was... it could be the perfect crime because they'd get busted and I'd get the fame. Yeah, and I but I, I was talking about they could make just five masks for you, like for all the bands. That's it. Not selling them, but your merch partner. Yeah, make but just five, that's going to get stinky real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And we got to wash them like every day or something. Oh, no, no, yeah, that's not convenient for touring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's definitely not. Speaking of touring, people yeah. can't wait to see you again. Are you going back to tour in Europe? You're there now, but like, are you going to tour yeah. there? Is it possible um, to plan love, tour? We don't have any uh, European plans yet. Uh, we do have a few shows we announced, and I don't remember what they are, but you can go to the Intruder, uh, what is it called? MassIntruderBand.com uh, and check out the tour dates uh, there, which you can also get through by going to IntruderGreen.com. Mm. All right. Uh, so uh, check out that stuff. Um, I think we just got like three shows lined up right now, and they're all in the States. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of cool, you know, like... Uh, Things are clearing up as far as the pandemic is concerned. Yes. And there's, there's stuff happening in the States. I don't know how it is in Canada, but like... It's much better. Yeah. I'm going to have my second uh, shot in like two weeks. We're, oh, we're, that's good. We're late with vaccines, but at least it's it's happening. So yeah, yeah. it's much better. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to tour. It's uh, Not tour, uh, I mean travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not exactly. touring. Well, yeah, yeah same and thing. my boyfriend is American, so it's it was so hard with the the border closed with Canada and everything was such a oh, yeah. bad time. Where's he living? He's in um, Wisconsin. Oh, really? Mm, yeah. That's cool. In Heartland. The Heartland. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, wait, what did you say? Heartland in Wisconsin. Yeah, the Heartland. Yeah. yeah I yeah, thought yeah. you might have said the city. Uh, no, but, but it's it's close to Milwaukee, like maybe 15 minutes or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Milwaukee's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's a it's a great city. So it was really hard with the borders and oh god and immigration yeah. stuff. So yeah, I need this vaccine. So did you guys like go the whole year without seeing each other or uh, what? I because when everything shut down, the uh, it was already here. So yeah. we were like, oh. oh god! So we stayed like four months. So we were really lucky. But then he he had to go back because he can't stay here like forever. So he had to to, <laughs> to go back. So I could because the the border was closed. But I could go in the U.S. The U.S. didn't care at all. So I went once. Weird. Yeah, and then I we waited like two months, and then the. Canadian government allowed unmarried couple to reunite. Reunite. 
Oh, yeah. So we could have come back. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Canada seems nice. Yeah. I mean, I've been there, so I know it, that it is actually nice. So that's just another thing about Canada being nice, I guess. Yeah, All there's right. nice people, but we, like, well, with what happens these days with indigenous uh, children, I'm not really oh, yeah. happy about Canada, that's to be honest. <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about it, but uh, I've definitely uh, heard a few things. And, yeah. yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not, you know, it's awful. America's not any better But, yeah, you know. I think we all have to think about our own past and what we could do better. Yeah, it's a good thing to think about, you know. You got to reflect and improve. It's what, you, what people should do more of instead of just, uh, you know, trying to like totally act like it's other people's fault that they are having a bad time. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and okay, so what is the place in the world that you have the most fun with touring? And I, we won't oh. take it personally. We won't take it personal <laughs> if it's not Quebec. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, Canada overall is always a bright spot uh, whenever we tour in North America. Mm -hmm. uh, we have like a very big punk rock scene in Quebec and uh, at some other yeah. places in Canada, I think punk rock is really alive. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's not, even if we're going to like other places where it's not so alive in Canada, it's always, there's, there's so much like beautiful areas in Canada, especially out West where you got those like snow capped mountains and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty. And, uh, they, they just go right into a lake and it's like, wow. Yeah. It's like beautiful. <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say, like, what my favorite place is uh, to, to play. Other than, like, yeah, anything out west, I guess, like, you know, California is always pretty great yeah. because you're in California and you know you're going to eat some great tacos. And uh, that's my favorite thing to do. And you have uh, lots of punk rock friends there. That's true. I mean, we got friends all over the place mm -hmm. these days. Um, but yeah, that's definitely, there's definitely a lot of them in, in California. Uh, you know, like, uh, we like Europe too. Um, I would love to go back to Australia and Japan, uh, because we got to play those places, uh, once mm -hmm. each, uh, not one show, but like one tour each. And, uh, Japan was amazing. I don't know if I would call it my favorite. I mean, it was really cool because of like, you know, just being there and feeling like the culture shock but then oh, yeah. all the all the people there were like singing along to our songs anyway and it was like holy crap wow they actually know us here and then uh australia was real cool because uh i don't know it's just australia it's yeah. like if they, they, there's there's another like culture shock thing there where they're like they're partiers you know mm -hmm. like they, they like to hang out and have a rad time and so do we So, uh, you know, like anything like that is always a good time. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, it's hard to say. I would say like, yeah, Canada, uh, you know, Toronto, Montreal, mm -hmm. Quebec City. We love it all. Yeah, great. And someone asked you for your favorite beer. Oh, Even... my favorite beer? Yeah. Well, that's a tough one. Um, I know I like a lot of beers, you know, it's like, it depends on uh, what, what the situation is because I do like a craft beer, you know, like they got a lot of booze in them mm -hmm. and extra tasty. So that's nice. Um, but you know, being in Germany now, uh, they don't really have a whole lot of craft beers over here. They, they're starting to, but they, they're kind of like, tiptoeing into it you know like they don't they, they're not mm -hmm. going all wild and crazy like they did in the states a while back and now every every like city has like, like five craft breweries going on yeah uh but it's like uh i don't know i had a really good like was like a coconut porter uh back in the states but i don't remember the brand or nothing so uh but that's a really delicious kind of beer but that's only good like you don't want to drink that on a hot summer day Mm -hmm. Like on a hot summer day, um, I, the beer they got over here is actually pretty good for that. Like the beer that everybody drinks, like lighter, a, a little more light, like, yeah, it's much lighter. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, they got, uh, this, it's a Czech beer 
and it's called it's actually called Budweiser, <laughs> but it's it's there's some weird history where apparently like when when an American Budweiser tried to like do their thing, they were trying to copy the recipe from this one because it's <gasps> like it existed long before that, and uh, oh yeah, they failed miserably at it. If that's what they were trying to do, because it's not nearly as good. Uh, but uh, yeah. I don't know. You could get it in the states, but they call it like Budva or something like that. Wow. I don't know. It's 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 weird. It's like it's oh imported, but because they already got the American Budweiser, they actually had to change the name in the states. But the label still looks the same. But anyway, that's like that's a delicious, like nice crispy summer beer, and I like it a lot. Uh, I love IPAs and session IPAs. Oh, I yeah. only drink that. <laughs> Oh yeah, I love I love IPAs too. Um, you know what I will say though, as far as American beers go, uh, I, I, I give a shout out to some of my favorites here. I got you got uh, uh, Ale Asylum mm -hmm. does this one called Hop King, and that's an I think it's like an IPA. It's very very hoppy, ah. um, and that's delicious. Uh, they're they're like a local craft brewery in uh, Southern Wisconsin, and then. Uh, Out on the East Coast, we get uh, Narragansett. Mm. And, uh, we like to say, why chance it, Narragansett? And, uh, you know, like drink some of those down. Um, they're famous for being in Jaws, the movie. Yeah. Um, because uh, that's the beer they were drinking, apparently. And uh, <laughs> so if you want to go catch some sharks <laughs> that are terrorizing people. You drink this uh, one. Go drink some Narragansett. Oh, um, wow. That's delicious beer, too. That's amazing. So yeah. that was the question I had for you, but I want to know what's coming next for you, like in your podcast. Uh, you talked yeah. a little about your next shows, but yeah, you're still doing your podcast. You're going to have still amazing guests. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, you know, it's uh, it's always a little weird uh, being over here because I don't necessarily always understand how things work. Mm -hmm. And uh, so like, I don't know. I, people who listen regularly know that like things kind of slowed down at the beginning of the year. And, uh, mm -hmm. I finally got like this beautiful, uh, studio that you can see behind me. Uh, I mean, people listening can't see it, but you can, yeah. uh, so you can agree. <laughs> it's, uh, it's nice and boomy. We got a lot of nice room noise going on, which I'm sure everyone appreciates. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. So now I'm getting a new setup and it's becoming easier to do, Uh, the podcast. So I'm going to try and uh, keep cranking them out. Um, I think I cut it down to basically like two a month, but uh, mm -hmm. hopefully we'll get it up to three or four a month uh, because, uh, well, our mutual friend, Melanie Kay, yeah. uh, is helping me out with uh, getting guests and stuff. And yes. uh, he, she helped me get on your show. So that was nice too. Yeah, she's so amazing. Yeah, she's super rad. She's like, I don't know. She's, uh, I told her uh, because I interviewed her and I, I told her she's like a Tinder for podcaster and musicians and artists. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's, I remember you read it. I listened we were, to that one. Yeah. We were a great match together today. Yeah, because of that's Mel right. Because of Melanie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, she's just a great, like, uh, you know, she's been doing her thing for a long time and, uh, Yeah, that it's a great, it's a cool uh, kind of thing that she does, just hooking people up. Like, oh, hey, yeah. I know a person. You should go talk to them and make a thing happen. Yeah. And she, she does it, and it's great. Yeah, it's fun. Thank you. That was a nice hour with you. Hey, yeah, thank you. Next time you're Emily. in Quebec City, uh, I'm offered a Poutine, a great one. Oh, yeah. I mean... I'll, I'll wait till we come back to ask you what, where I, where we should go. Yeah, uh, but there's a lot of places yeah. I couldn't choose right now, so I'll have time to think okay. about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope we can come back and like hang out and stuff. Yeah, great. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I, I'll put all the information about your podcast, the band, everything uh, in the show notes and your Patreon, of course. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And, and it, uh, they can just go to truetogreen.com to find oh, all that stuff. Okay, too. easy. Great. Yeah, yeah. This is the end of episode 24. I hope you had a great time. And I hope you now want to eat pizza and put in with Intruder Green and I. <laughs> 
On the next episode, I'll present you the first part of the very good conversation I had with Miguel Chen from Teenage Bottle Rocket. He's such an inspiring man. Wow. He has a fantastic background. Honestly, don't miss the two next episodes. Until then, if you want to support the show, you can subscribe, rate a five stars, and share it to your friends. You can also tag me in your social medias. When you're listening to one of my episodes, it makes me so, so, so happy to interact with you. I love you guys. You can also subscribe to my Patreon or make a one-time donation on Buy Me A Coffee and PayPal. All the links are in the show notes. Thank you so much to Scott Alquiz from 10 Foot Pole for the edit. He's working hard on this podcast and I'm really lucky to work with him. Punk your life and see you next week. <laughs>